it's snow, not ice. It's not the apocalypse. Do you want me in a jacket or do you want me in plaid? Because I've got plaid under my jacket. You're not going to be on video. It's okay. Oh, good. Good. twist if you know it's coming though mm, yes okay because, I always kind of thought they because, were unexpected well but you don't know what the plot twist is oh it's a secret okay it's life <laughs> no that is true <laughs> okay I'm with it now Got okay it. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of Take Notes, Kids. There is a plot twist coming. This is episode number five, and something I have been very excited to do with this podcast is have interviews with people that I know, and so today we are going to do just that. I am so excited to introduce to you a good friend of mine. You might even say best friend. I mean, come on, when you aren't related and have names like Shoshana and Shekinah, the writing is already on the wall. So Shekinah, say hello. Hello. She is currently a second degree black belt in Taekwondo. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And is an instructor at the Colorado Taekwondo Institute in Denver. She also went to massage therapy school. Mm-hmm. Not masseuse. I was corrected on that one. Um, when you first moved to Denver, is that why you moved to Denver? Yes, that's originally why I moved here. I'm um, originally, and you lived up there um, for a while um, from Plentywood, Montana. So right, and then moved to Denver for for college. Yep. Okay, and you've been there for how long? Uh, just just crossed eight years. Holy cow! Really? Yeah. Yikes! We're old. Yeah, yeah, I am. So you and I first met at church, and then we went to school together. I was a freshman. You were a sophomore. Is that right? Yes, I believe so. Um, so up in Plentywood, like you said, up in Montana. Um, so do you remember the first day that we met? Yes. Um, yes, I do. Was it at the church? Is that? Am I remembering that right? I, I believe it was at church. Um, yeah, I believe it was at church. Um, it was part of the, it was right before the service started, so there wasn't a whole lot of time to right, chat. Right, right. Um, and then they did um, like a meet and greet, you know, shake hands thing, and we did that. But yeah, and that was pretty a pretty brief intro from what I remember. Yeah. Um, but then there was yeah we we soon got to be much better friends. Right. I um, think I remember. I think your mom took me and was like, "I need you to meet my or I want I need you <laughs> please meet my daughter." Um, <laughs> that was probably true. Actually, that's probably contextual. <laughs> um, yeah, she was. She was like, "I want you to meet my daughter. You guys are about the same age." Um, and it was a yeah, it was a really really quick introduction. And so, as you'll probably see in my notes, I was trying to remember, was it when we worked together? Because we worked at this, two of the same places. Um, we worked at Dairy Queen, and then we worked at the grocery store. I believe we got to be, yeah, and we, it, it didn't, it helped and didn't help, you know, um, <laughs> that, we, that we worked a lot of the same shifts. Yeah. So that, that we matched up a lot, and, and yeah. so not only did we know each other, and we matched up personality wise, but we also work together. Okay. Yeah. So we were just going to do this podcast. We wanted, I wanted to talk to Shekinah a little bit, get her take on some things. She's known me for a very, very, very long time. And so I just kind of wanted to get her opinion on some things. 
So Shekinah, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, what was a big plot twist in your life um, recently or a long time ago? And then if you could just tell us a little bit of what that changed in your life. Was it better, for worse, how you got through it? Um, I would say, long story short, I would say that a, a big plot twist in my life was meeting my first my first boyfriend at the time. Uh-huh. Um, so my first boyfriend, we did get engaged. Um, we had um, wedding plans and such. Um, those got called off for a variety of reasons that we don't have time for today. <laughs> um, but, but I... Um, I was really young when we, he was my first boyfriend. I was, um, like 17 or 18. So I was young for getting married. Uh Um, but as far as dating goes, I was out of high school and everybody dated in high school. So as far as dating goes, I was kind of behind the, behind on the times. Um, (laughs) but I would say that a big plot twist for me was, was becoming single again after him. Uh Um, so it wasn't the breakup that was a plot twist. It was life afterwards. it, It was both. It was both. Um, so when, when we first got engaged, my impression of life was the classic Disney fairy tale. We're going to live together forever. We're going to travel the world. Everything's going to be amazing. What right. could ever go wrong kind of thing. Yeah. And then we broke up, um, you know, and that was not something that I had expected. And so then the plot twist there was, was the breakup and me having to really figure out who I was without him. Um, and so that's what prompted me to move to Denver. Um, that's what prompted me to go to school. That's what prompted me to do a lot of things Mm -hmm. that I didn't do before. Um, but was, was pushing for that, doing, doing different things. So that was kind of a big plot twist for me was just rather forceful nudge to, to figure out who I was. And, and yeah, there's some other points that we might get to later (laughs) with that. But, um, but yeah, that was, that was kind of a big plot twist for me was, getting out and realize trying to figure out who I was because you grew up in a small town. Plentywood is about 1800 people. So you, you needed to find yourself a little bit. And that was kind of the other side of it is I did know who I was growing up. We had quite a bit of leniency growing up in a small town. Everybody knew everybody. So, um, you know, it, it was very Mayberry country life. Yeah. Um, and so we had a lot of leniency with, um, running around town and hanging out with different friends and different people. So growing up, I had a pretty solid idea. Um, but then when I was with my, with my ex, I changed a lot of things for him and I changed a lot of myself Mm -hmm. to become, well, like his, like his mom made the comment of that. You have to be a good housewife. If you're going to be with my son, you have to be a good housewife. And I would thought I can do that. I did things to become a quote unquote good housewife, right. um, you know, and, and not that those are bad things, you know, it's good to do the dishes, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's it is nice. There, yeah. Um, but it's just, there's, there's so many things that I changed for him, both good, both good and bad, but yeah. changed for him right. that, um, religion was a big thing. He didn't believe in the same things that I did. And uh, I changed my religious views to match up with his, yeah, because I thought that was me being a, a submissive wife, and that that's what you're supposed to do. So you know, it's yeah. Though, so yeah, you were submitting to him, and in doing so, kind of lost a bit of yourself. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then you you moved to Denver. You start going to massage therapy school. What brought you back on track? What did it take to bring you back to being you? I would say that part of that was going to school and meeting a whole bunch of people going uh-huh. to college and meeting a classroom of 20, 30 people and, and them asking me questions. And I'm like, 
can I get back to you on that? You know, cause it was, I had, I had changed so much of myself for him that I almost didn't know who I was. Okay. And so, um, part of the, part of the pain of the breakup is I clammed up a lot. So I, not only did I change myself, mm-hmm. but I didn't even know, I didn't even remember the answers of who I was. Yeah. And I had some really good friends in college who just, who had such vibrant personalities mm-hmm. that I wanted to remember what that was too. And I was down here all by myself no family, no friends when I moved down, didn't know anybody. So it was kind of like a blank slate and I could really dig into who I was and get back to it without people prejudging me and, and knowing who I used to be and then not letting me be me. So, right. Right. Well, I added most of that out. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, you're good. Um, well, and I, I went through the same thing, not because of a breakup necessarily, but there were some friends of mine that were not necessarily friends that I should have put so much time and energy into. I put so much energy in wanting to love them and let them see Jesus, but there was no reciprocation. There was no friendship and no godly friendship. Right. Um, and so it was all... It took having to meet people to kind of pull me back and make me realize, like, God still loves me. I need to be living my life for him and 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 not for myself kind of thing. Right. And I think I think for me, just to kind of take over the conversation um, (laughs) is when you know who you are in Jesus and when you have a relationship with God, it's a lot easier to pull yourself out of a situation like that. Right. Because you may lose your identity but your real identity is always there. If you don't have God, you kind of get pulled in all these different directions and then you have nowhere to fall. Um, Obviously you can call out to God and he will save you in those times. But I think it's a lot harder when you don't have that foundation. Whereas like for you, you did have something to fall back on. It just took you a while to get there. Right. And God was a huge part of me getting back to myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I got involved in an awesome church down here um, and everybody in that church was so, I think they could kind of tell that I wasn't, I was not whole um, because I I did recede quite a bit um, and I wouldn't call it a depression, but I kind of just closed up and didn't really let anything out, didn't let anybody in. It was just kind of just me. Um, And they were really patient with that, the pastor. And we're still really good friends today. I still go to that church. The pastor was awesome, very patient. Everybody was really wonderful there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they were through different groups and events and whatnot. They were really, um, it was a huge part of me coming back and realizing who I am. And it just made my, my faith and my belief and, um, and my, my Christianity even stronger. So I, 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 I agree with that a lot. Do you think that if you hadn't found a good church, if you hadn't had your relationship with God to fall back on, that it, you would have figured things out? I think I may have figured things out, but I do believe, um, well, like the Taekwondo group that I'm involved with, they were, I, they were, they were really big with that as well. Very patient with helping me kind of develop who I am and, not just they don't just teach classes um they they do and the 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 motive of our organization is not to we're not therapists however through classes and through relationships with um other people in black belts and classes it was very very healthy environment that i could develop myself in with my faith or with my um confidence as a as a single 
woman or any of that, I, right. I know that I would, without that guidance, I would have made some pretty stupid choices. Yeah. So you mentioned you are single, um, you live on your own. And I was wondering if you had any, well, well, since, okay. So you had lived at home, you have two brothers, um, and you had lived at home until you moved out to marry this guy, right? Right. Yeah. So I lived, uh, my parents were separated and I lived with my dad. Um, and so then I moved, um, to Illinois to live with my ex for a year. Um, and then, uh, we had some, some stuff that was going on. He was in the military. So I moved back home for a little bit. And a few months after I moved back home, that's when we, when we broke up. Um, so I had always, lived with family as one perspective or another until I moved to Denver. Um, when I moved to Denver, I did live with some friends that I'm, um, we kind of reconnected. Um, and so I was roommates for quite a while. Um, and that was kind of always, so my roommates always had somebody. She was never single. She always had a boyfriend. She always had somebody, uh, which was fine, but very frequently the relationship was not healthy. And so part of that for me, one of the reasons why, why I am still today so okay with being single is because I've seen so many unhealthy relationships and people that I'm close with. And, um, but at the same time, I know people who are, um, who have very healthy relationships. I've got a couple of mentors, Mm -hmm. um, and they have fantastic marriages. So it's, it's not that I, I know that I can have that too. Yeah. Um, And not to get into too much. I mean, I know we are kind of getting personal here, but because you also came from a divorced split family, that also has probably not, would would you say jaded you in the relationship view? Yeah, just like my parents, we always thought that they had a a perfect relationship. Nothing was ever wrong. No, we never saw them fight. Um, There were never any disagreements. And then all of a sudden they were just split. You know, and so it was kind yeah. of one of those things where it was like, well, what the heck happened? Um, and I've talked to both my parents kind of about about how we felt as kids. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of baggage that comes with a divorce. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would say that that definitely made me a lot more cautious. Um, and then especially after my breakup, it really sunk in that it was so much more personal because that was how my ex and I were. We never fought. We very rarely disagreed. We had a great relationship, all this stuff. Um, and so, you know, when it went South, it was kind of like, Whoa, what happened? You know, it was, it was really startling. So my, my decision to be single for so long and live on my own for so long is because I've seen the unhealthy side of relationships and in a very strong way. Um, if my Prince Charming walked up tomorrow, I, (laughs) I have nothing wrong with that. Okay, so since you brought that up, what would be two things? Let's just start with that. What would be two things you would do differently in your next relationship, knowing what you know now? Two, that's awful limiting. <laughs> um, well, well number, number one is faith. Um, one of the biggest um, things that I sacrificed myself was my faith. Um, okay. He believed certain things and I didn't, and but it was kind of like, well, that's what I got to if I'm going to be in this relationship, that's what I need to believe. So one of my biggest things is, do we believe the same thing? And if we don't, um, you know, we'll have to iron that out beforehand. Cause I'm not going to get married to a man who doesn't have the same core foundation beliefs as I do. And that's not to say that we don't have different perspectives, sure. but we have to have the same core beliefs. Um, and so that would be something that we would definitely need to iron out. 
Um, I would say oh, one more. Great. Can I have like three more? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, well, I mean, finance is another big one. Okay. Um, finances is who's, who's going to handle the money, Yeah. you know, and it's not to say who's, who's bringing in the bread and who's, you know, got, you know, who's doing all the work that's, but it's, it's how is money going to be handled in your household? Um, that's a big, a big thing for me is to be, to be debt free. So I can do what I want, but at the same time, um, there's a lot of different, you know, levels in that. Um, uh, friends and family is another big one. Um, is he going to respect my friends like I do and respect my time with my friends, mm-hmm. um, and my family and then vice versa. What's, what's his relationship with his family and how, how has that developed him to be and that he is not to say that I wouldn't rush into it. Like I did with my, with my ex, but I, you know, yeah, time is time and it's relative depending on how much you, you spend with somebody, but Right. Um, to have the right questions and the right perspectives to evaluate that correctly because it is a lifetime. Yeah. Um, when I get married, there's not going to be, there is no divorce. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You know, it, it, so it's it's going to be, you no, know, this is forever. And if it takes us 10 years to figure out if we're forever or not, then that's fine. But, um, you know, it's, yeah. We're not runaways and we're not terrified of what's to come. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast and this discussion that I got to have with my best friend Shekinah. This barely even scratched the surface of some of the things that we wanted to talk about, but I figured that giving it to you in little tiny pieces would be best for you to digest and enjoy. Um, So I am hoping to do more interviews with her as we'll discuss topics about singlehood and being a Christian, single woman, all that good stuff. Um, So stick around for that and make sure to subscribe. Also, if you like today's intro and outro clip, that is a song that I wrote about Shekinah and my friendship, and it will be posted in its entirety on the next podcast, which means that you are getting a two for one special this week because I didn't post anything last week. I also would really appreciate it if you have any questions or comments to go ahead and email me at novelsbyshush at gmail.com. That's novelsbyshush at gmail.com. Or you can go to my website, shoshanasmith.com, and you can get in touch with me there as well. And you can also hit me up if there's anything you want to ask Shekinah or if you want to get a hold of her. Um, No creepers, please. Feel free to ask questions or suggest upcoming podcast discussion ideas. If you want to hear from Shekinah again, let me know. If you don't, that's your problem. I love her. Um, All right, that's all I have. So from me and Shekinah, have a great day or night, and I will see you next time. Bye. (laughs) 